this multiverse of discovery and danger, comrades from far and wide will unite for a new call to adventure. One Shots D&D Character Podcast, created by William Nunn. Salutations, everybody. My name is William Nunn, the host of One Shot's D&D Character Podcast, and welcome back to a new episode. And as for those of you who have been following the show, you know me as the voice of Odysseus Claw, the tragic dragonborn bard who is currently hunting the dark unicorns that slayed the Bahamut feeder clan, his clan that sang the dragon operas all throughout the realm. But after they had been slain, he learned how to become an outlander from his mother's side of the family, which is a family of dinosaurs, basically. And um, he has ever since then been on the hunt for the Dark Unicorns to get justice for what they did. And he learned of their location in Avernus, the first circle of hell, and now he is on his way south to get there. And on his way there, he will meet very interesting and very unique D&D characters created by fellow voice actors and friends. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is an episode I've been very excited for for quite a bit, and this is my... uh, my for, for, not only my forty second episode, so we are allowed to have, I guess, a few pot jokes here and there. Um, <laughs> we are going to have uh, my friend Katie Auten here. So, hello, Katie. Good to have you on the show finally. Hello, thank you. So good to be here. <laughs> Very happy to have you on. And um, I, I, I had been, um, I, I, I think we had. Um, I'm trying to remember how far back we had talked about it, but I but I yeah. do want to mention at least at some point during the show. In fact, we can go ahead and talk about it right now because as of right now, you've got uh something that's pretty uh awesome involving Dungeons and Dragons that you're currently doing uh called Inner mm-hmm. Worlds, and I was wondering if you would be open to talking about that briefly. Oh my gosh, yes, thank you. Uh, so I wrote uh when you know the whole pandemic happened, I had some extra time, and I thought this is a good time to create something that I've always wanted to make. So, uh, I wrote a web series that's all about um, it's about Dungeons and Dragons, but it's really about how the game affects the people that are playing and how it like changes them and brings them together. And so, uh, it's like little five minute episodes, and we actually start filming in about two weeks, which I'm very nervous and excited for. Uh, there's a lot to do, but um, but yeah, I have a director and then I'm kind of co-producing and acting in it and, uh, it's going to be really exciting, I think. So I am very, very excited about it and everything Aww. I've seen for it makes it look, uh, really interesting. And I am, uh, I'm definitely going to, uh, share it when it comes online for, uh, all the one shots listeners. Cause Yay, it, thank you. more D and D in the world, the better. Of course, of course. Yes, be very right? happy to. Um, yeah. And I, I was going to say, I think you and I have been friends for like, for a while, and we we just like hadn't gotten to work on a ton of things together. And then when I saw that you were doing this, I was like, "Oh my gosh, we're both huge D and D fans!" And I was so excited. Yes, yes. Any <laughs> any any time I see uh, someone who is talented at what they do, but is also a fan of D and D, and is um that th- there there is there's is, there's is something about the aspects of where like I already can because if any of you follow her online um you know that she has really impressive modeling photography um so there's 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 just a really great <laughs> blend of all these different kinds of characters that I've seen her 
look like and dress like and do all that. And then knowing she plays D&D on top of all that just makes me go, yeah, she's clearly going to be able to play a bunch of different interesting characters. And it just makes me wonder, <laughs> like, who, 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 who out of her probably plethora of people that she could play as in this world Will she have Odysseus Claw interact with today? And I'm just, it's like, whoo! <laughs> thank you. It's a lot of neat potential um, here. And yeah. it's one of the reasons why I've been so excited about this episode, other than she's very sweet and uh, I've intera- our interac- interactions have been fun. And um, I, she's even been an influence on one a character I wrote for a project that I can't talk about yet. Ah, um, so exciting. So, uh, I know. Um, so whenever <laughs> that becomes public, I'll let you know uh, how that's going yes. and such and such and such and such. But I did. I do want to ask, uh, since this is always the case with the show, um, what character will you be playing as today? Well, it was a hard choice because uh, I have a few that I'm very, very attached to. But I chose the one that I've been playing the longest. It's been about a year and a half campaign. Um, and his name is Snowball. And he is a uh, warlock warforged. And he's great. <laughs> Snow, I think Snowball, I want to say that's the name of the dog in Rick and Morty that keeps asking Summer, like, where are my oh. testicles, Summer? That whole Really? That whole I've only episode. seen bits and pieces. That's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> It's it's a it's a it's a pretty weird up. Ep- well, they're all weird episodes, but that one that one in and of itself, like if you're getting new to the show, it's like ah, well, yeah. all right. <laughs> We're oh, going yeah, in like, this here direction. we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, jeez, so Rick! Funny. Shut up, <laughs> shut up, Morty. <laughs> We're, We're doing one shots, Morty. Oh, okay, <laughs> well. Um, uh, maybe, well, while we're here, um, maybe we can ask Katie, um, where, uh, Snowball, uh, could, could, could see about maybe meeting Odysseus Claw. Do you think that'd be okay, Rick? Yeah. Yeah, Morty, I, I think that'd be fine. So just, just, just go ahead. Go ahead, do it. Go ahead, Katie. Just say whatever you want to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, he spends a lot of time uh, as a butler, taking care of houses and cleaning and sewing and doing that kind of thing. So uh, I think it might make sense for us to meet uh, in one of uh, someone's wealthy mansion, if that's okay. I am I am very open to that. That sounds like it would be really fun. So, Yay! Um, so this mansion that uh, mm-hmm. Odysseus is going to be coming to, because he's still traveling right now, uh, he makes a pit stop at a mansion, and um, he, he, he had not too long ago was able to solve a murder at a mansion, so he, he probably feels in a lot of ways like, I hope nothing bad happens here, uh, but at the same time, all the snacks, all of the beautiful people, all the stuff that's going on, he would be very much a fan of just like, okay, I, I will be fine with just coming out here and making sure I can have myself a nice snack, a nice meal, and just, oh, this food looks so good! And he's just scarfing down snacks and snacks and snacks, <laughs> and he gets uh, his his back just kind of like tapped to get his attention, and he turns around, and it's Snowball. Ah, <laughs> uh, hello, good sir. Um... I can't help but notice that you are enjoying the fine food here. Oh, should I say, uh, your clothing looks a bit tattered and torn. Uh, it seems that you've been traveling for a while. Might I, um, help mend it for a bit? I can fix some of the 
and he sort of looks down um, judgingly at your coat. Uh, some of the mini holes that are appearing in them. Oh, um, uh, Odysseus answers with a mouthful of food. Yes, hold on, I'm so sorry. My rude manners, sir. Oh, quit all right. I know you. You. Uh, it's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know you creatures need to eat and all that, so um, please carry on with whatever you need. It's it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I I be do you. Would you happen to have any clothes that would fit me? I'm a bit taller than you, so... Ah, yes. Um, we do, in fact, keep clothes around for travelers such as yourselves. Um, I'm not sure you will find them to quite the uh, colorful style that you are normally interested in, uh, but they will work while I am mending this one, if that's all right. Okay. Um, you wouldn't happen to have uh, anything that makes me look like I'm wearing a... a it's one of those things that's it's, it's dark fully. There's a white batch around the middle of the chest and then like a blue thing in the center. I don't know what you call that. It's a, it's, a, it's like one of those things where you, you put it around your neck and it, it runs around and then goes down the tree. It, it's a Matthew McConaughey thing. I can't remember exactly what it is. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm not sure, but... Uh... If you draw me a picture, perhaps I can try to make it for you? He narrows his okay, eyes. Okay, yes, 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 here we go, here we go. And Odysseus Claw basically draws what would be, in his mind, um, the our equivalent of a James Bond uh, suit. For <laughs> anyone who has seen uh, Casino Royale, the suit that James Bond wears at the very last shot of the movie, which is a suit I would personally love to have in real life. Um, he basically wears, uh, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna just go off on a very brief tangent. My middle name is Bond because I actually have, I actually have someone that was in my family a long, 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 long time ago whose name was James Bond. That's so cool. Long before Ian Fleming existed, there was a James Bond in the world. And (laughs) for some reason, he's, I was in the same family as him. So... Uh, so I've always had a intrigue, interest, love, whatever you want to call it, to the James Bond franchise, mainly because of my name. So, Aww, well, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yes. So Odysseus Claw um, having an interest in something that would be the D and D equivalent of a James Bond suit. Uh, that that is where that inspiration comes from. So now we are. Maybe we could say, that's an inspiration point. <laughs> um, so Odysseus Claw, um, he, he, he gives, he gives uh, Snowball the, uh, the, the picture, and uh, I'll let you analyze it. Ah, I see. And you notice that Snowball himself is wearing a very kind of nice tailored suit, too. He says, yes, uh, I think I can certainly make this for you. Are, are you staying here long, or are you just passing through? Oh, well, I, I was just planning on eating and stuffing my face in some snacks and uh, maybe see if the neighborhood needs any uh, local bards for a little extra coin. And if not, then I can just keep going or maybe stop by at a nearby motel and just be able to uh, relax and sleep until I go back and travel that next morning. Ah, well, uh, if, if you're a traveling bard... Um... The owners, actually, of this mansion are quite fond of uh, people passing through, sharing their stories of the world with them. 
um, you understand they don't uh, get to travel much themselves. So if you'd be willing to share a few stories, sing a few songs, perhaps they would let you stay here for free, I'm sure. Oh, wow. That would actually be really awesome. Oh, well, um, yes, yes. I'd be, I'd be most certainly down for that. Um, this is such a nice-looking place. It's almost kind of intimidating. Uh, but, but yes, yes. Uh, take me where you uh, need me to, to, to meet these creatures and see if maybe I can uh, appease them with certain songs. Of course. He gives you a nice bow. Now then, um... And as you stand up, he'll kind of look down. Uh, and please be careful as you're walking around not to get dirt anywhere. Uh, I, um... Spend much time cleaning, and I would uh, hate to have to do it over again, you see. Oh, well, would you prefer I run outside real quick and just do kind of like a, uh, a shaking of the legs? Uh, sure. He looks at you skeptically. <laughs> Odysseus runs outside, and he, and he just does like, um, kind of like, just it's, it's like how a dog will sometimes just shake all the stuff off and, and, and a cartoon and everything just kind of just flies out, um... He's kind of doing that for himself, and then taking off his his uh, his shoes, his boots, whatever you want to call them, and just you know, it would be boots. And he just gets rid of all this weird dirt and other things that he's probably carried in for the last couple of days. <laughs> and um, he adds uh, something that's that he got from a, a, a merchant not too long ago, which is basically we'll call it medieval deodorant. And he just puts it in not only his <laughs> armpits, but he also puts it, like, on his thighs, just in case. Oh, um, <laughs> Which I feel like that would be really weird for his scaly thighs, so... Um, yeah, but he just guy. does it anyway, because he's, he's nervous. Um, and then, uh, and then, and then he does a nice little bit of, like, adding in a nice little massage cream thing on top of his horns to make them kind of shine. He hasn't used it before, but he feels like maybe now's the time to use it. And he's got it all situated. It looks all nice and pristine. And then he and then he finally just uh, walks back inside with a confident manner, comes up to Snowball and says, I'm feeling quite dapper today. Oh, well, y- you look quite dapper, I must say. And uh, Snowball... Well, thank you. Snowball has a monocle on his face, and he kind of just adjusts it as he looks at you. (laughs) Ah, yes, very nice. Um, Now, uh, if you come right this way, and he picks up a few of the plates that were on the table that people were finished with, and he's taking them to the kitchen. Um, He says, just follow me. Uh, It's a little ways. Okay. Odysseus follows you. The mansion is very, very beautiful and um, immaculately sparkling. Um, and as you kind of get away from all the noise of, like, the people that were eating, it just seems very, very quiet. And the halls kind of, like, echo as you step. Um, and as you're walking, he says, So, uh, do you enjoy traveling? Uh, for the most part, yes, yes, I do. Uh, there's, um, there's a lot of interesting characters I've met and a lot of uh, scary circumstances I've come into contact with and such. But, I mean, I, I also have a bike which um, has been a very good uh, thing for me to use. Uh, So I did have some problems with it recently, and I had to kind of, well, not leave it behind, just take it to a repair spot that's pretty close to the mansion, and depending on how they handle it, well, that could lead to me either needing to walk further on foot or keep going on my bike. I just, I don't know. 
Oh, a bike. I've never heard of such a thing. It's, uh, it's, it's basically just like a really, well, it, it's kind of hard to explain without showing it to you, which Odysseus, um, just for, the, for those, those who are, who are new to the show, it's basically the D&D equivalent of the Akira bike, or maybe the <laughs> bike that you can get in Breath of the Wild from the, the, uh, Switch's Legend of Zelda. So cool. Um, yeah, so Odysseus has been driving around with that uh, quite a bit in the last few episodes, and uh, he, he kind of just explains a few things about it, blah, 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 and just, um, and, and the last thing he mentions about the bike is, though it does have the name Agatha on there, uh, because that was the name of uh, the, the woman that was supposed to have it, but the guy that gave it to me, he just, uh, he just, I still feel really weird about that whole situation where he just wanted me to basically verbally abuse him like she would. Oh. And that he didn't remember the incident at all. So it's just, okay, well, I got his bike and he probably has no idea that we made a bargain for it and I could technically keep it for the rest of my life and he would have absolutely no idea but there's a sense of a weird thing of honor in me there. I do want to give it back to him after I've returned to Aver- from Avernus. If I survive hmm. Avernus, that is. Well, it seems that uh, if he does not know uh, that you took it, perhaps you could just keep it. He won't know any different, will he? That's true. That is very true. Ah, so you are headed into a dangerous place, is it? The most dangerous. At least as far as I'm aware. Um, it is where demons and devils feud in the in their eternal blood war. And, uh, it's, it's kind of like a whole demonic monopoly sort of situation. Oh, dear. And then, of course, uh, the dark unicorns who I wish to slay, uh, they hide there. And if I don't destroy them in Avernus, then they will come back and be able to take out other artists like those of my Bahamut theater club. Oh, my. Sounds like a lot to deal with, certainly. It is. Especially mentally. It's, it's a lot of preparation mentally, for sure, but knowing that my clan and my mother are in a better place right now, and uh, I know that there is a chance that I can actually make it to Avernus if I keep myself within a willing, pure heart, pure spirit, maybe there is a chance that I could survive this journey. Hmm. I think you will, my friend. Something tells me. And, uh, he- Oh my goodness, this is the biggest chandelier I've ever seen! Oh, yes, uh, we take it up, uh, about once a month or so, we take it down to clean and then hang it back up again. Do you like it? I do! That thing's about three times my size! Holy shit! It is quite beautiful. It was donated, um, to my master after, uh, he helped reclaim a village from being terrorized. You know how it goes. The usual work, um, and speaking of, and he leads you kind of to like a big wooden door and says, um, he's right in here. Oh. Odysseus walks in and he's, uh, surprised by who he's seeing. Oh, um, (laughs) I was not, sorry, sorry, I was not, sorry, I just didn't think the person I'd be seeing here would look like you. Ah, yes, um, well... Sorry, can you repeat that? <laughs> you're good, you're good. Didn't it, hear it, Odysseus, you. Odysseus, Odysseus was probably expecting someone that looked more like Snowball. Gotcha, um, okay. okay. 
okay. but maybe a bit more handsome. And instead, it's uh, who, whoever your master is. Okay, great. Um, inside, you see um, actually a young elf. He looks to be about 10 years old or so. And this seems to be his room. And he's just like reading a book, hanging out. Um, and Snowball stands in the doorway and gives a bow and says, uh, Master, someone here is visiting and uh, wish to speak with you. And um, Snowball says to you, well, he's not the head of the house, uh, but this is the person that um, I am here to take care of. So anyone who wishes to meet the master, this is the person to me that is the most important. And the, the young boy looks up and says, Snowball! And he sort of runs over and like pulls on his sleeve a little bit. And he says, um, you'll hang out with me later, right? And Snowball says, oh, of course, as soon as my work is done. But here um, is uh, someone here to see you. And the young boy looks up at you and his, his mouth just like drops open and his eyes go wide. And he says, whoa, I've never seen anyone like you before. Oh, well, um, I, I know I'm quite uh, different around these parts, but my name is Odysseus Claw. I'm a dragonborn bard. And if you'd like for me to uh, share some stories and some songs with you, I'd be most happy to do so, my, my young <gasps> sir. Yes, yes, yes! And he like he kind of grabs you by the hand if you let him, and he leads you inside. And he like plops down on the floor, uh, uh with a pillow, and he 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 says, "Snowball, uh, can you grab another pillow for him?" And Snowball brings over a much much larger pillow, almost like a cushion, for you, and motions for you to sit down. Oh, thank you, thank you. I like how you say cushion. Cushion. <laughs> And uh, the little boy says, Oh, so tell me about one of the things that you've seen. I wish that I could travel like you do. Oh, yes, yes. There's a lot of things that I have seen, but may I tell you a secret? (gasps) His his eyes go wide and anime sparkly. And he says, yeah. Well, uh, there is a secret that um, many do not know, but I got to actually... Uh, go up a mountain, climb it all by myself. This was many months back. And um, this was this was after I had made my very first encounter with a demon from Avernus that had told me not to go to Avernus, because that's where I'm going right now. And um, I wanted to go up to the tallest mountain in the area and just climb, 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 go up to the very, very top and be able to get myself as high as possible. And once I reached up there, there's clouds flowing alongside me and into me, and there was wind gushing, and I just roared really loud, just went, And next (laughs) thing I knew, I had a song that just came into my mind. That's a song I've never sang for anyone. (gasps) He, like, he holds his breath. (laughs) Could you sing it for me? Yes, yes. Um, would you, uh, hold on. Let me, let me make sure I've got, um, Odysseus, uh, takes his, uh, loot out of his bag. And inside of his loot, he still has an entire collection of songs that he's either written or maybe heard from others. And he just, uh, is going through Mm -hmm. them to make sure that the notes and sheets that he has involving this particular song that he made up on the mountaintop would be something that he would be able to still have and sing in front of the child. 
and uh-huh. he finds it, and he's just giggling at the light, going, "Oh, I've never seen this in front of another person. This is gonna be so fun!" Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. And he, the the boy, kind of like settles in, like he's relaxing and excited to listen. And Snowball still is just standing at the doorway and kind of tilts his head to listen to. All right. Snowball? Uh, yes, sir. May you, uh, if, if you don't mind, um, could you, uh, probably sit down as well? You're, you standing next to me like this is making me feel just a little uncomfortable. Oh, uh, yes, uh, I forget sometimes to sit down, uh, because I don't need to, but, uh, yes. And he sort of, like, awkwardly sits down and, like, crosses his legs, but in his suit, it's, like, difficult. He says, okay, uh, I am here, I am ready to listen. Okay, okay. And then Odysseus just starts uh, plucking in a few notes. Doon, 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 doon. 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 Hey, I'm feeling tired. My time has gone today. You flirt with suicide. Sometimes that's okay. Do what others say. I'm here standing hollow, falling away from me, falling away from my tomb. Day is here fading. That's when I'm insane. I flirt with suicide. Sometimes kills a pain. I can't always say it's going to be a better tomorrow. Falling away from me. Falling away from me. Ching. Beating me down. Beating me. Beating me down. Down into the ground. Screaming some sound, beating me, beating me down, down into the ground. And Odysseus just thinks to himself, oh gosh, I probably shouldn't have seen that in front of a young child. <laughs> Snowball um, doesn't quite move and says, ah, that, that, that was uh, something. But the boy like, jumps up and starts, like, jumping around the room and says, Wow! That was so cool! I've never heard anything like that! Can you teach me how to sing? Oh, yes, yes, of course! Yes, yes! Oh my goodness, I didn't think you'd like the song, but yes, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, so... uh, Man, everyone here sings with, like, harps and opera and stuff, and it's so boring! That was so much fun! Yes, yes, um, well... The, there's there's two aspects to songwriting that I think are very important for any bard. One, you obviously need to know how you need to know your scales. So obviously, having uh, your chord progressions figured out and the music theories. Oh, all wait! You mean scales? He like points to your arm and says those kind of scales. Oh no 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 no! I'm talking about uh, these scales. He he starts uh, po- pointing his claws at the um, at the neck of the lute. And uh, he just starts doing like a whole G major scale, just do 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 do. If you can kind of figure out these sort of scales and things, then that will be able to grant you a lot of musical freedom to be able to understand 
what kind of emotions you want to convey through through the instrument, because an instrument is a part of you. It's 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 something that means something to you. And then the other thing: what story do you want others to not just hear and have be told, but be able to witness, so you could see something about the artist within? Whoa! I never thought about it like that. Well, and he. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say he um, looks over at Snowball and says, Is that something that we could practice, making music? I had never thought of trying before. And Snowball says, Well, I suppose uh, with your other studies, we could make time for that, certainly. And the kid gets so excited and jumps around some more again. And he says, Well, are you staying around long, mister? Uh, yes, yes, I'm, I'm staying as long as needed. Um, well, actually, I might be able to stay tonight, if that's okay. Um, yeah, but- you got to tell me all the stories, okay? I want to hear about climbing more mountains and fighting off bad guys and all kinds of stuff. And he starts, like, punching a pillow. <laughs> yes, yes, oh, oh my goodness. Um, well, um, <laughs> now, as you probably could tell with the uh, lyrical matter in uh, that song, that was, uh... One where I was feeling very down. I did not feel very good about myself, and I was on top of a mountain, and despite my quest being something I have a whole lot of uh, things I need to prove and move forward, and there's definitely those, you know, those little random bits that everyone has where we just go, I don't want to do it anymore. And then all of a sudden, I decided to keep going. Because then I realized, oh, I need to have food, and food is delicious, and it made me happy inside. But also, it's good to make music that makes you happy inside. So I could, uh, I could sing you another song that uh, makes me happy if you're down for hearing that. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear it. He plops down again on the pillow. Alrighty then. Now this one's a lot more light-hearted, and one that I think is uh, probably going to be. Uh, I, I, I'd say this would be all right for your age. And uh, he starts to uh, pluck away on, on the lute. And it's, it's a very strange thing that he's doing. Because he has this kind of magical spell going on to make sure that there's this bass aspect to the song that continuously Whoa. can have like a... Uh, ba-dam, 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 ba-dam. He's doing that. But on <laughs> his lute in the, uh, the higher ends of the notes... He's able to have like a whole um bum 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 just just doing that kind of uh tweeny weird stuff that uh he's he wanted to experiment with at one point when he was uh going into the D D equivalent of Cracker Barrel. So he, he and then he starts to uh, sing when he gets into a bit more of a comfortable rhythmic staccato. Winona's got herself a big brown beaver and she shows it off to all her friends. One day you knew that beaver tried to leave her and she caged him up with her cyclone fence. Along came Lou with the old baboon and she said, "Recognize that smell? It smells like seven layers." That beaver goes to Taco Bell. Now Rex, he was a Texan out of New Orleans, and he traveled with the carnival shows. He ran by McCoss, smoked cheese cigars, and he cut it up his nose. He got wind of the big brown beaver, so he thought he'd take himself a peek. 
but the beaver was quick and he grabbed him by the kiwis and he ain't pissed for a week and a half. Rawr! And he starts soloing away, doing weird shit on the loot, just getting all <laughs> excited and everything else. And he starts to calm down and he finishes up the rest. Now Winona took her big brown beaver and she stuck him up in the air. Said I sure do love this big brown beaver and I wish I did have a pair. Now the beaver would suck for seven days and it gave us all an awful fright. So I took on his chin and gave him a pinch and the bastard tried to bite me. Winona loved her big brown beaver and she struck him all the time. She pricked her finger one day and occurred to her she might have a porcupine. Rawr! Hey, just keep playing around with it until he, he stops and he accidentally trips up on his last chord progression, but he he kind of keeps it all maintained to make it seem like that's part of the song. That's part of the artistic weirdness, integrity <laughs> thing that he was wanting to kind of convey earlier. And he just, he clamps his hands on the lute and it just mutes everything. It's like, and that's, that's the end of the song. Ooh, Eunice said some naughty words. <laughs> he sort of giggles to himself. <laughs> and Snowball says, yes, uh, those are words for when you are older. And the, the young boy says, that was so cool, though. And that, that song makes you feel happy? Oh, yes. Yes, it does. It's both uh, it's both funny and it has a neat bass line to it. And also, it just gives me an excuse to have to have Primus in my life. Whoa. Because sometimes... He sort of like looks around his room, which is full of stuff, um, and he says, Sometimes I get kind of lonely here. There's no one else my age or anything, so... But if I could learn how to sing like that, I think that could be really fun. It would, it would. Um, and maybe someday I can go adventuring just like you do. Well, if you, if you do, um, th there's two things you really need to know about adventuring. And I'm sure there's many other lessons that you're going to learn and be willing to share and all that sort of stuff. But there's two things you absolutely have to know about adventuring. Otherwise, don't even leave the mansion. Uh-huh. But you have to know these two things. Okay. One. You have to be open to making friends. <gasps> friends. Please. Having friends is one of the most important things in this world. I don't care who you are, where you've come from, what kind of past you have. Anyone that can share an experience with you and have a positive reaction out of it is ultimately something that is truly worth having and it makes every single adventure I have had so far truly worth it, including this one. And then on top of all that, the other thing you need to have, more importantly, in fact, almost equally as importantly, make sure your adventure has noble purpose. That is very, very important. Because there, there are many times where I want to just go over to the dark unicorns and just say, hey, I want to fucking kill you. And just, he just, I just rip their heads off. And that's it. But no, they're too powerful for that. And there, there's no way I can take them all down by myself without help. But maybe, just maybe I probably could. But there's, you know, there's all that. So if anything comes to, you know, make me so myself seem like I'm only going just for solo revenge and that's it, nothing else then what was the point of going on this way if not for justice Zack Snyder spent many years trying to hide his own director's cut and now it's online as of this recording so please, <laughs> know that noble purpose 
is something that is most needed for any adventurer. Because otherwise, it's not an adventure. It's a conquest. Oh. Well, okay, uh, Mr. Odysseus. I'll definitely remember those things. Please, do. Would you be open to hearing one more song, my good sir? <gasps> yes, 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 of course! And Snowball says, and then perhaps it is his nap time, uh, but he can hear many more songs later. And he says, okay, okay, but just one more song. Do you have any uh, specific aspects you would like for me to uh, channel? Would you want me to go more angry, mm. more fun, more sad, more whatever? Just let me know what kind of song you're in the mood for. Hmm. I want to hear a fun song because I think getting to travel and see other places sounds really fun. Indeed, indeed. Well, how about this then? Let's see here. Odysseus is flipping through his uh, catalog of songs... There's a lot that he's thinking would be a good idea, and he just wants to make sure it's the right one. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he may have stumbled on one, one that um, he feels very fortunate to have uh, recovered. This is one of the songs that he wrote while he's in prison, so he is uh, very much open to uh, letting this one be sung to people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... This one is, uh... And then Odysseus remembers there's a better one. There's a much better one. So he's gonna... He's gonna... <laughs> and the boy starts kind of, like, looking around and, like, playing with his hair and, like, starts to get a little impatient. Just hold up, hold up, little one. Just hold up, hold up. Oh, gosh. Am, am I really doing this? <laughs> All right. Well, I really feel like this is a very important song that all adventurers must be able to have. <gasps> okay, I'll remember. Especially when you have such an important goal as mine. Look! And just he just does like this, um... Ching, 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 Look! If you had one shot, or one opportunity, to seize everything you ever wanted, in one moment, would you capture it? Or just let it slip? Yo! His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's checking how, everybody's joking now, the clock's running out, time's up, over, blow. Step back to reality, oh, there goes gravity, oh, there goes rabbit, he choked, he's so mad, but he wouldn't give up that easy, no, he won't have it, he he knows his whole back's to these ropes. It won't matter. He's dope. He knows that. He's broke. So he's stagnant. He knows when he goes back to this mobile home, then it's when it's back to the lab again. Yo, this whole rap city better go capture this moment and hope it doesn't pass him. You better lose yourself in the music. The moment you own it, you better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better lose yourself in the music. The moment you own it, you better never let it go. Oh! 
now. You better get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better lose yourself. <sighs> wow, that looked exhausting. I am exhausted. <laughs> I need my canteen. <sighs> wow. Well, uh, Mr. Odysseus, I won't lose my one shot when it comes. I'm going to be an adventurer someday. I hope you do, and who knows? Maybe if I uh, do this long enough, you can adventure with me as a, as a gun man. <gasps> and Snowball says, yes, yes, yes. Well, um, hopefully that happens, but he needs to finish his studies first. And he kind of like helps scoot him over to bed and says, uh, it is time for your nap, and then I will be back for your lessons later. Now, um, Sir Odysseus, if you'll follow me this way. And he motions to the door. Uh, of course, of course. And as you're kind of like in the hallway, leaving the room and all that, he'll say, um, I, uh, thank you very much for sharing those songs with him. He does not get to meet uh, many travelers such as yourselves, and I think uh, it's exciting for him to have a goal to look forward to. So thank you for sharing your stories. He gives you a little bow. You're very welcome, Snowball. Um, oh, I did not think I would go through all of that with just, uh, that few amount of songs. That last one really just knocked the wind out of me. I've, I've not oh, done I'm that sure it is exhausting. Before. It really is. I would think that the poet of Marshall Mathers would, you know, involve good control and fierceness, but I was just <laughs> so wanting to make sure that it was it was in his veins, in his blood, that he would know that one day he would have to make a very important decision. And I hope that the words came through. And my ears are burning. Yes, I'm sure that they did. <sighs> By the way, I have um something I would love to share with you, since you were so kind and shared all these songs and stories with us. And he pulls out um, a bag from his pocket, uh, just like a little satchel. And he says, Now, uh, I cannot eat food. I mean, I can, but what is the point? Uh, I cannot taste anything. But uh, there is one candy I have found that I enjoyed, and perhaps you would enjoy it as well. Especially when you are exhausted like this, it might give you energy. And he opens it up, and you see kind of this, like, sparkly green powder. And he says, I guess in another world they called these pop rocks or something. You put them in your mouth and you can feel them. It's so incredible. Uh, do you want to try one? And he holds out yes. the bag to you. Oh, good. Oh, good. Just uh, grab a whole handful and shove them in your mouth. Okay. And he just grabs them, puts them in his mouth, <laughs> and he collapses on the floor immediately. Oh, oh, uh, are you all right? Um, it can be very unusual the first time. Are you okay? Uh. Uh, perhaps that was too many pop rocks at once. I guess I have gotten used to them. <laughs> yes, well, uh, you'll get over it soon, I'm sure. And he starts kind of tidying up things in the hallway. <laughs> Odysseus is having a very heavy dream right now. Oh, no. Where, uh, he is uh, witnessing... He's witnessing a lot of his past guests all just saying different stuff to him, all the weird quotes and songs and adventures that he's had so far. And there's even, like, these little glimpses of things that, um, 
he may or may not be seeing that could tie into his future. Um, but he is noticing, but he is hearing just a few more notes of this particular song that he keeps dreaming about over and over again. That's that that for some of you, you probably have already decoded it by now, but obviously. Um, but what he but what he's not heard up until now is. Bum 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 bum. So he's now hearing that part of it in his mind, and he wakes up, and he's he 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 tries to find his his notes and his letters, but he's so fucking stoned right now that he's having trouble creating the exact note progression that he had just heard. He does technically get it right, but he's not sure. So he's freaking out over going, I don't know if this is good. I don't know if this is the right thing to do. I forgot how to move my hand. I forgot how to move my hand. Snowball, help me move my hand. I don't know how to move my hand. Ah, here you go. And he grabs you by the head. And Uh, he seems like he's very, it's like cold metal. And he seems very, very strong. And he just kind of like jerks it to the right and then to the left and then says, oh, there you go. Now you should I be can, realigned, I think. I can move my head. You go you go right, you go left, up, down. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so much fun. I love moving my head. Ah, th- that is how heads work, it, it seems. You know, uh, Snowball, if, uh, if you lived, let's just say that Somehow, we are in a, uh, we're in a whole other world right now. And, uh, if, if the world that we are in was, like, the real world, but we used to be in another one, kind of like a, uh, a board game, where we were, we had our fates kind of chosen for us at that time. What would you say? What would you say was, uh, what would you say would have been your life in the board game? He, he just sort of stares at you with his glowing purple eyes. Could I, uh, could I still? He sort of looks back toward the room of the little kid. C- can I do the same thing, no matter where I am? No matter what world? You could, you could. Oh, good, because that's all I want to do, actually. Fair, fair. I think I would have been very, very good as a firefighter. Uh, like a, um, hmm, like you would have water bending powers, perhaps? Is that what a firefighter is? Well, not only that, but I mean, I could literally go into boxing matches with uh, <gasps> fire elementals. Sounds I, quite my, my dangerous. Skin is resilient. My skin is resilient to fire, so I could totally just go oh. through and not worry about much damage and all that. Just fight them off and fight them off and... So you can. Uh... You ask many strange questions, Sir Odysseus, but I appreciate them. And I appreciate you too, Snowball. Oh, it's so cute. Okay, that's Katie, sorry. <laughs> you're, good. you're good, Katie. I'm hearing a lovely woman's voice. What's going on here? Oh no, <laughs> I don't know. It's quite strange. Um. <laughs> am I am I break am I breaking something? What's going on? 
<laughs> I think you're breaking the fabric of our entire reality, sir. Uh, oh, but what 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 are you doing? What are you are you seeing into my past or what's going on? Are you a goddess or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Snowball says, you know, I think that you need a nap, perhaps as well. And he kind of grabs you and says, I will show you to your room. Uh, perhaps bed rest is the best thing for you right now. No, no, don't let me fall asleep now. I just heard us. I just heard the voice of what sounded like someone from a whole other plane, and it just <laughs> made me feel all sorts of. Uh, I have so many questions and all these other things. And oh my you sure do. You, you have sure purple do. eyes. I do. How does that you? work? Oh, well, um, he sort of looks down at himself. There's some kind of magic inside of me that keeps me alive and moving. I don't quite know much about it myself, but this purple energy seems to be whatever it is that is uh, allowing me to do the things I do. Well, and he's sort of like... Of a necromancer, are you? He sort of holds up his hand, um, and for a moment it, like, crackles with purple lightning energy. He says, oh, I, I just have... Magic that was given to me at one point, that's all. Huh. That's, were not your songs... Really cool. Oh, thank you. Your songs, I assume, were given to you once too, right? Well, uh... It's the same sort of thing, I suppose. Uh, could you repeat the question? Your songs were probably once given to you as well, right? I suppose it's similar. Oh, well, uh, no, um, I... I'd like to think that the songs I made myself, but there's definitely songs that I heard from others and replicated for inspirational purposes and to share those tunes, but the dragon operas themselves, no, no, those were written thousands of years ago, and I guess you could say those were given to me. My mother gave me a whole book involving the dragon operas, and that's what started my whole fascination. Hmm, very interesting. And he kind of leads you, you to the door. You would have loved... You would have loved to have seen my mother holding up a book with her tiny T-Rex hands. It was... It would usually be pretty funny. <laughs> ah, I, I would like to see that, yes. Oh. Um, and he brings you to the door of your room and says, Well, um, after you've had a nap, perhaps you can share more stories with us. And he gives you a bow. Is there anything else I can do for you? Uh, no, no. Uh, you have a, uh, a good night, Snowball. Thank you. You as well, Sir Odysseus. And he begins to walk away. And as Snowball walks away, Odysseus just lets out a very muffled... <laughs> and then, uh, collapse, collapses on his bed and goes back to dreaming about, um, about the, uh, the, the song that is... That it, it's, it plays... It plays the same progression he heard earlier, but it, but it's not mm -hmm. and, and it's not changing just yet. There will probably be another time where it changes. And the last thing that he sees in his dream is that um, he hears he hears giggling, and it, it, it's for all intents and purposes, it's technically your giggling. So whenever you're <laughs> doing something, you're doing stuff like that. It's like oh, that's what Odysseus is currently hearing. So whatever substance he is having right now is just. Ah! I hear another voice describing exactly what's going on with me! Odysseus, you need to go back to sleep. No, no, I will not go back to sleep. Something is happening to me! No, no, Odysseus. you'll feel much better if you go to sleep. Go to sleep, Odysseus. <laughs> <laughs> and then he yells two words. 
uh, that are able to put him back into sleep. And there's a part of me that feels like there's only going to be very few people are going to understand what I'm referencing here. Daniel and Marty! And then he just passes out. <laughs> Aww, yay, Odysseus! <laughs> he passes out and he no longer hears our fourth wall, fourth wall breaking narrations. Poor guy, um, he is having such an existential crisis. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, and then uh, he awakens the next morning and he feels uh, a little hungover. Uh, he, he does not feel like um, things are what they normally would be. And uh, all of what he is hearing right now is in slow motion. Whoa, that's, that's, poor guy. That's the that's the impression that he gets until until he gets like a nice little. Like he'll probably smack his face a little bit. So as you, as a snowball knocks on the door, the sounds just kind of just sound like. <laughs> Hello. Uh, good morning, Sir Odysseus. Are you awake? I assume you are, if you're speaking, I suppose. Yes, I'm awake. Yes, yes, I'm, uh... Oh, you're welcome to come in. Ah, yes. And he opens the door and gives you a bow and says, Breakfast is being served, if you are interested. Breakfast sounds amazing right now. Thank you. Um, holy fuck, your eyes are so purple! Uh... Thank you. Your eyes are so dragon-like. He seems to want to compliment you, and he doesn't know how. <laughs> yes, my eyes are definitely dragon-like. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh, I need food. Ha-ha, ha-ha. You see, I can laugh too if I try. Uh, now you come this way. <laughs> Could you laugh one more time? Ha 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 ha! Is, is that right? Did I do it right? Yeah, yes, you did, and it sounded kind of terrifying. So, uh, all right, oh. we'll, we'll move forward. I shan't do it again. Thank you. No, no, it's just the, it's just my my current slow mo days right now. Ah, is, is that some kind of curse that has been placed upon you? No, I think it's the thing you gave me last night. Oh, the Pop Rocks. Ah, they've never done that to me. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe I need to test them on more creatures and see. Well, anyway, uh, this way. And he starts walking down the hall. <laughs> oh, okay. And Odysseus, he's, he kind of just... He just smacks, smacks his face around and the slow-mo aspects are starting to uh, fade away from him. And he's, he's regaining normalcy there. So Odysseus is walking and he... Um, we get to where the food is being served, and he can smell, um, he can smell hash browns, he can smell potatoes, he can smell ham, eggs, bacon, all the good stuff that Odysseus would want to have for breakfast. And he's just amazed at how much there is, because there's there's some guests that I'm I'm guessing probably stayed over the night, mm -hmm. and um, he just starts downing all of it just whatever he can get his face just kind of like what happened earlier in the episode 
but this time it's actually healthier for him. So he's willing to Yay. just actually, no, I don't know if that would be healthier than what he had earlier <laughs> in, in, the, in the episode, but he still wants to just eat it. Just like, <laughs> and, uh, and then Snowball uh, pokes at his back again. Uh, I have been told that if one eats this way, they could choke and uh, perish. So please be careful. You're you're absolutely right, Snowball. I will. Uh, excuse me. I I will definitely uh, make sure I won't uh, have any of those problems there. All right. Very good. And he sort of stands up straight again and just stands there. Ah, <sighs> that food does make me feel a whole lot better, though. You would think that maybe. <sighs> never mind. Never mind. I I I'm just thinking. I've I've been a dragonborn all my life, and I've always, you know, known that uh, because of what happened with my, uh, well, I don't want to get into specifics because I'm still kind of traumatized with the actual information about how my parents conceived me, but knowing that I did come from an egg just makes me want to know, like, do did do dragonborn yolks, like dragonborn egg yolks, taste good? Uh, oh, uh, interesting question. Um, I- I'm not sure. I- I- would that be a, s- a strange thing for you to find out? It would, actually. M- maybe one day, unless it's one of those things where it's like, well, you doing that is kind of like cannibalism, so... I don't I don't know. I, I just don't know. I-, I was told I had a very nice egg. It was, uh... It was big, it, it, it fit me nicely as a little baby, and, um, it, it, it's a very, very, it was a very nice egg, as, as far as I'm aware. I, we, we don't have any, uh, records of, of the egg, but, yeah, I, I, I'd like to think that my egg was quite nice. I was told at one point that, uh, my egg did actually open up at the top, and there were these, uh, these things that would kind of, uh, angle out. And, uh, if you want, if you want a good spot, something would come out and, uh, hit your face, and then that thing that would hit you in your face, it would put something down in your throat, and then eventually come out of your stomach, and create an abomination that would terrify even the darkest legions of the universe. Uh, I- I'm terrified just hearing about it. Sounds quite yes. concerning. It's very concerning. I don't even know if Reptile Scott would be able to tell a story that terrifying. Oh. Perhaps you could in one of your songs. I could! Hmm! Hmm! Oh, let me, uh... Odysseus grabs out his loot from his bag, and he doesn't pull out any of his song sheets. He's gonna actually try to create a song about these creatures that have been a part of superstitious fun tales to share to freak out the kids so that way they never break any dragon eggs or anything um <laughs> so you just start strumming away for can hear you scream. If you scream, no one will help you. The xenomorphs will destroy your stomach. 
and then they themselves will be hunted by predators. Predators! Predators! <laughs> Poor Discord kept cutting out, so it was like extra scary. <laughs> extra terrifying. <laughs> oh, gosh. And all oh, the poor, gosh. the other, like, three people that are eating at the breakfast table just kind of, like, stop with their forks up to their mouths and look at you. And uh, Snowball says, everything is fine. Uh, go back to whatever you were doing. He was just serenading us about um, space. Is this space yes, one of yes. the places you've been to? Well, I mean, I haven't been to space, but oh my goodness, could you imagine if Odysseus Claw himself were to go on an adventure amongst the stars? Now that would be something. I, w- I would love to hear about it. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Oh, I feel so giddy. I feel so excited. I'm ready to continue on my adventure. I want to go out into the sunlight, get on my bike, and just continue on to Avernus and slay whatever gets in my way that's not allowing me to move forward in a precise, calm, friendly, wonderful manner, which luckily that doesn't happen very often. I'm not very good with a sword, but oh, I just feel like I could travel all the way to Avernus right now. Gosh, I wish I could, but I have so many guests I need to interview. Well, <laughs> Snowball, yes. you have been an absolute delightful new friend, and I wish you all the best of luck with the young master, and do make sure that uh, he continues to uh, study up on his songs and whatever else he decides to do, and ultimately uh, keep the two rules of adventuring in mind at all times. Certainly. He gives a bow. I can't thank you enough for uh, sharing those things with us, and I hope that you'll come back sometime and regale us with more stories of your adventures. Of course, of course. Perhaps by then we will have learned a few songs ourselves. That would be awesome, and if for some reason I ever come back this way, uh, I'd be happy to hear them. Good. I look forward to it. And Snowball? Yes. If Bahamut doesn't give you song, you just sing it anyway. Ah, I've never tried this singing thing, but I will uh, give it a shot sometime. Of course, of course. Odysseus is getting ready to walk out the door, but then he turns around. And he just says to Snowball, do you want to uh, try it? Hmm. Perhaps once I have practiced a little bit, I think this is something that might take me a while to understand. This uh, singing and expressing yourself thing. He sort of narrows his eyes. Very new to me, but I will look into it. Understood. I figured I'd ask. And then he uh, turns around and he just hums hums away. Uh, <laughs> I, I can never remember the exact words that Bilbo sings when he leaves Gandalf on the Shire. Oh. <laughs> um, but he's basically humming that. And he continues to walk out, and he goes to his bike, drives off. It's been fully repaired. He found out that uh, whatever he uh, was having trouble with before, it was basically just a... um, He basically ran over uh, a bit of troll scrap. Oh, gosh. And um, that was was basically what happened. So he just... uh, they, they, they got that fixed up. It didn't, it didn't cost Odysseus way too much coin. And now he is continuing his travels toward Avernus. 
And you have and nice, clean I, clothes that are all mended. <laughs> yes, he's got clean clothes. He didn't have to spend any money to uh, stay somewhere fancy. He got to stay somewhere really fancy. Yeah. And not, not only interact with Snowball and a kid elf, but <laughs> apparently Katie herself at one I point. know. It's like which, a three-for-one uh, special. <laughs> yeah, that was... Um, was not anticipating that direction, nor was I uh, anticipating Odysseus to sing corn and Primus. Yeah. It's so and funny. This is the first, I think this might be the first time I've had Odysseus do anything hip-hop related on the show. Which, wow. how, the hell, how the hell did I pick the one song that has the word words one shot in it? I know, I thought how, that was on how, purpose. How did that like... happen? <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh that was so fun I, 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 I saw the lyrics and i thought jesus really william you you out of all the random fun <laughs> ideas you had that you could have done that's the one you picked that just ties it nicely with the name of the show it's amazing oh my goodness there, yeah. there, there's those there's those lightning bolt effects that happen throughout the show and i that's one of the one mm-hmm. of the most wonderful reasons why I love doing this show. Also, I get to interact with wonderful people like you, which I'm so glad I got to have you finally on the show, Katie. Thank you so much Aww. for being on here. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. I've been telling all my D&D friends about it. I'm like, I'm doing this thing. So I'll make sure to share it, too. Yes, yes, yes. Please do <laughs> share it. Please, And please also, all of, all of you who have enjoyed the show so far and especially enjoyed this particular episode... Uh, go, go, uh, follow the show on whatever podcast app you're listening to it on. It's on plenty right now. And of course, leave us a review. Let us know your thoughts on this show. Yeah. And especially let us know what you think of this particular episode. And what was your favorite part? I would really love to know. And of mm-hmm. course, um, I gotta ask this to you as well, because I'm sure a lot of people listening right now who, who I'm sure have enjoyed this episode, um, they're gonna want to know where to follow you because- you're awesome, delightful, and would probably like to see more of this inner worlds thing that we talked about earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook um, at katieotten13. That's pretty much my name anywhere on any of the medias. But inner worlds um, also uh, is on, it's connected to me in all those places. Or you can go to innerworldsseries.com and that's our website. So we actually just finished our Indiegogo today. So probably when this comes out, it'll be done. But uh, we start filming really soon. So I'm really excited. Yes, yes, yes. And if, and if for some reason <laughs> it does like, like when it debut, if it does debut by the time this episode is, is online, mm-hmm. I will definitely share that link as well. Okay. Yay! And um, <laughs> for those of you who want to follow more of Odysseus, and especially me, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Voice That Cooks and on Twitter at Voice That Cooks. No, wait, it's the Voice That Cooks on Instagram and Voice <laughs> That Cooks on Twitter. But Twitter is where you'll definitely get a lot more information as far as one shots is concerned. Whereas Instagram, you can follow me for my food posts and other uh, things. Ah, your food posts are so good. Thank you, thank you, and I'm uh I may be making something right after this. Um, I don't know yet, but very see. recently, after a very long time, I uh, finally got around to going back to making chicken strips. Uh, because oh. I used to work somewhere where I did that not too often. 
Um, but after learning a very good recipe, um, which is actually very easy to do, oh my goodness, they're so good. I may actually uh, leave the uh, video recipe for that. It's a YouTube link, and it's... I basically uh, replaced the ketchup in the recipe with uh, Frank's hot sauce, and they, they were some of the best chicken strips I've ever had. Oh so, man. You, you can look at that recipe and go, okay, I'll follow that exactly to the letter, but I will replace the ketchup with Frank's hot sauce. And it's like, okay, we're That's in. Awesome. And I will And I will find out uh, at some point whether or not like uh, the frying it in a skillet filled with oil uh, is better than maybe just having it in the oven after I've done all the mixture and uh, letting it marinate and then put in the flour because if you do it in the oven there's less fat involved with with doing it like that and you can obviously spray the chicken with some with some olive oil or extra virgin olive oil whatever you want to use and um and then it just just figure it out it's the fun part of cooking it's the fun part of improv is just figuring out on the fly and seeing how it goes and this was definitely a winner of an episode i am so happy you got to be on here And I hope uh, you can come back on the show in the future. Yes, for sure. Thank you all so much for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. And for those (laughs) of you uh, still listening, thank you so much. And remember, as Odysseus always says, if Bahamut doesn't give you song, you just sing it anyway. And until next time, a one-shot D&D character podcast, good night.